JBFE Studios is the Jade Motel Football Experience. And now here's your host, Jake Botel. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome down to another episode of the Jake Botel Football Experience. An absolute bloody ripper of a pleasure to have your company on this episode today. As it always is, always appreciate anybody who tunes in to listen to the JBFE. You are clearly the outstanding specimens of the human species. Just putting that out there. Um, as you look to uh, get on with your day or your evening, whatever it is, just know that you're the cream of the crop. And I appreciate every single one of you. Damn, that that intro uh, music that David Vaughan put together gets me going every time. It's a banger of a tune. I think I need it as my uh, ringtone. Maybe I need to put that as a as a listener perk or something. Download your JBFE ringtone. Love it. Hope your week is going well. Hope your week has been well. I've got a great interview coming your way on this episode. Had that very great pleasure to sit down and talk with via Zoom. Coach Jake Regeer and Coach Nick Nichols of the Balco Forgan Bulls high school football team. Two outstanding gentlemen who are over there in the Oklahoma panhandle coaching eight-man football uh, at the combined Balco Forgan team. Just two great gents, and it was a, it was a real privilege to, to chat with them. Uh, one of my favorite sort of interviews that I've done on the podcast so far. I mean, each interview I do holds a special place. It's so nice for... I just really appreciate the fact that people reach out and are so giving with their time uh, to a crazy Aussie like me who's just obsessed with football. I just really appreciate it. It uh, gives me warm, tingly vibes and... Yeah, really, no no words can express how much appreciation I have uh, for the people from this football landscape that reach out and, and share their time and expertise and, and are just so generous. So can't wait to share that episode with you. I'll tee that one up for you shortly. First, just a little reminder. The JBFE has a website, and that website is on Patreon. You can support the JBFE, as you already do. I mean, you guys already support. You're listening. I love looking at my listener numbers, and I've seen them steadily rise, and they continue to rise, and it's so cool to know that there are people out there listening to this show that I'm putting together. It's a real privilege putting together content for you guys, and I hope that um, you guys get something out of it. I hope it improves your week or gives you an insight into something you might not have heard before or maybe helps you think about football in a slightly different way. Hope that that's what 
the JBFE brings even just a few laughs. Maybe that's the most important thing of all that the JBFE could bring at this time in history is a few laughs. So if you get something out of it and you've got a few coins in your pocket or a few coins in your digital wallet that you'd like to throw my way, support the podcast, do so via Patreon. You can become a $1 wildcat, a uh, $3 thunderer, a $5 firebird, or a $10 titan. Oh, don't know if you heard that bird call outside. That was that was pretty sensational too. And hello to you too, sir. Um, so yes, you can join up Patreon. It's a it's a monthly donation uh, of either a, a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars. Now that those are in US dollars, because that's the way that Patreon is. I don't know if you can hear that bird. I really hope you can. So yeah, that's how Patreon is configured. And look, you can cancel that at any time. You can change your your, don't, your uh, donation amount at any time. But what that does is it gives you access to the private JBFE patron community on Facebook where we can talk about all things football, draft games and that sort of thing. Um, and I'll be aiming to do some more patron-specific content up front uh, in the future. Um, for all these episodes are going to stay public. I don't want to lock away my 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 main content behind a paywall. Just not into that. Don't feel like it really breeds the vibe that I'm trying to create. But yeah, if you've got a few bucks to to contribute to your favourite football podcast, and if that favourite football podcast happens to be the JBFE, well, I would very much appreciate it. Hard Knocks. Episode 2 is up and about online. It just dropped here in Australia on my Game Pass app. So I'm going to be watching that later this evening. And you'll be, you can expect the JBFE's official Hard Knocks recap to pop into your favorite podcast uh, browser in the very near future. That will, yeah, get that your way in the next couple of days. Cannot wait. Episode one was a banger. I feel like episode two, I just got a good feeling about it. I've got a good feeling about this season of Hard Knocks. Maybe it's the uh, pre-season optimism that I've spoken of so often. But let's get into today's episode. As I said, it was an absolute privilege to sit down with coach Jake Regeer and coach Nick Nichols of the Balco Forgan Bulls. They've been in the midst of their uh, pre-season, going to, you know, two-a-day trainings this week, and they've got a scrimmage coming up, and the season gets underway next week for them. So that, they were extremely busy, and I appreciate them taking the time out of their schedule to come on and have a chat to the JBFE, and we, it was a great sit-down, great chat cover some excellent stuff and uh, I would implore you to get behind the Balco Forgan Bulls this season. I believe some of their games are going to be, or all of their games potentially, are going to be able to be uh, live streamed via Scordle. Uh, that's my understanding. So that's S-K-O-R-D-L. Um, and I'm going to be trying to watch 
a few of those games. And maybe we'll touch base with uh, Coach Regia and Coach Nichols again at the end of a successful 2020 campaign for the, uh, for the Bulls. Without any further mucking around, let's swing you on in to that conversation with Coach Jake Regia, Coach Nichols of the Belco Forgan Bulls. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Jake Botel Football Experience. An absolute bloody pleasure to have your company on the podcast as always, and I'm privileged to be joined today uh, by two excellent gents from over in the Oklahoma panhandle. It is Coach Jake Regeer from the Balco Forgan Bulls and Coach Nick Nichols, also of the Balco Forgan Bulls. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing great, sir. Thanks for having us. Awesome. No worries. Thanks for coming on the show. I know it's a it's a busy time for you guys at the moment, uh, leading up to your first scrimmage, and then obviously your season gets started uh, next week. You said you're just about to head out and paint a field as well. Seems like you guys do do a bit of everything. Uh, how's this week been? Has it been pretty hectic over there? Go ahead, Jake. Okay. Uh, yes, it's been uh... – it's been pretty hectic. We didn't get to have spring football or any uh, summer football team camps um, because of the COVID pandemic going on. So um, we got to start August 10th. So we've had to squeeze a lot of football in just a few into just a few days to uh, try to prepare for this season. And so a lot of two a days, a lot of long grueling practices that maybe normally we don't have just to try to get everything going. So um, been a lot, a lot of long days, but it'll be worth it in the end. There's no doubt. Absolutely. And um, so, obviously, Balco Forgan Bulls. I've heard down the line that not so long ago, Balco and Forgan were two pretty massive rivals in the local football. I've heard through um, a mutual connection, Mr. David Vaughan. Um, how did it come to be that Balco and Forgan forged up through football and uh, are now playing together? How'd that come about? Uh, really, Forgan went since Jake there. He was the last player. His senior year, we were runner-up, and my dad was coaching here, and I, I helped. And we hadn't had fo- high school football since he graduated. So what was it, Jake? Seven? Is that what it was, seven years? Yeah, seven years without it. Wow. And we just kind of had some parents here, myself here, just wanted to get football going. So we – we pushed, went, went to the board meetings and, and got a lot of people to sign a petition in town to try to get football going. And knowing that we didn't have have the numbers, but the boys were asking me, Coach, we want to try to do it. So, I mean, if, if the boys were coming in there, I thought, well, let's, let's just – I'm going to give it everything I got. At least I know that if it, if it doesn't come through, at least I put everything I could into it. And, and we got approved and we were planning a, a rogue schedule you know, we couldn't be in the playoffs or anything like that the first year because they had just they redistrict here every two years. So I was kind of putting the schedule together, and then Balco had to actually cancel their their season that year because I just didn't have enough boys. And me and Jake were just kind of talking to each other, and we we're like, "Man, it'd be man, I think that'd be great if we could just co-op. And then that way we know that we have a team every year instead of barely scraping by with 10 or 11 boys. I mean, you get a couple hurt, a couple sick, 
you know, you're having to cancel your season, and that's that's not any good, you know, especially you got other teams in the district planning on you playing, and, and then they don't have a game. So we we just kind of went from there, and, and their coach that was happened to be there left, and, and Jake and I just said, man, let's, let's, let's see what happens right here. So we got with the boards, and there was a lot of, you know, kind of politic in there for a while and a lot of uncertainties. But in the end, it had to be about the kids and it had to be about having a program that we could have year after year instead of worrying, well, are we going to have enough kids go out? Are we, how many injuries are we going to have? And and, that, and now we, you know, we have 24 out, which, which sounds, you know, we have enough to go both ways in practice. So that's just fantastic. And otherwise, if we didn't do that, we wouldn't even be able to practice eight on eight. This wouldn't happen. Wow. And so, so 2019 – was your first season. Um, you guys went three and six. And I wanted to know too, like, because you guys are head, uh, co-head coaches. How does that operate? Like, uh, Coach Regeer, you take offense. Coach Nichols, you, you're, you take the defense, uh, from what I understand. Do you guys work closely a lot of the time or, or do you work independently a lot and then sort of just come back, touch base, see where things are going? You know, how, how does that go, that process of, of working as co-head coaches? Well, part of just the same reason that it works so well to finally get to combine the schools and uh, be able to start this co-op was um, because me and Coach Nichols have known each other our whole lives. He was, he was one of the coaches when I was in high school and his dad was our head coach. So, um, not only did we know each other, but we also had the same philosophies because um, we had we had won together before, and it was as him as a coach and me as a player. But um, we both believed in the system, and so uh, we both want to run the same stuff on both sides of the ball, and we both know what we're doing, you know, what we're looking for on both sides of the ball. So, you know, technically, I'm the head offense, and he's the head defense, but. We're, we're in and out and helping each other and, and looking at every position. And we get on offense, and I'm kind of looking at the skills and coaching them, and he's jumping on the linemen's butts when he can and, and coaching them, and we get on defense. And, um, you know, he's got his his positions that he knows that he played, that, that he's jumping on them, and I can get on some of them secondary guys. So uh, it's just it's just a blessing the way it all worked out. And, and we don't really – Again, we, we want to run the same stuff. We have the same philosophy and what we want to do. And, and so it's just been a match made in heaven. Yeah, nice. And, and so what does that philosophy look like? Like the identity, if, 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 because I know I'm going to be watching the JBFE listeners and viewers should absolutely be watching. They should be uh, jumping on as Balco, Forgan, Bull supporters this year. What sort of football do you guys like to play on, on offense, uh, Coach Regeer and Coach Nichols on defense? What sort of things can we expect to see? Go ahead, Jake. Uh, offensively, um, you know, we just want to build on what we had last year, and that was um, an excellent running game. And uh, we got some different linemen, some new linemen this year, but we added even more size. Uh, so we're excited about that. And, and we have some we have some real athletes. We have a, a quarterback who's a special talent who, uh, if we can just get him an inch of space, he can take it the distance any play. And, um, and his name is Jaden Hall. And, and we have some, some running backs and some receivers with – with Adam Creason and Mason Ramju and Peyton Conkle and and uh, Nathan Smith stepping up, we have just a um, 
a lot of skill guys that if we can just get the ball to them in some space, they, they can make something happen with it. So offensively, we don't want to get too fancy. We want to we want to run behind our um, our big guys up front, try to find some holes, try to get our athletes in space, and 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 let them let them do something with the ball. So uh, if we can if we can build on that, we can build on a play action passing, open up the passing game even more. Uh, quarterback also has a strong arm. Uh, I think we just have a lot of dimensions that we can continue to open up with the guys we have right now offensively. Nice. And what about that defensive side of the ball? And then def <clears throat> yeah, defensively, we're, we're kind of the odd duckling. As my dad, he has unreal things that he dreams up. And, and so I listen to him tell me ideas and, and I kind of spin them my own way. We, we primarily run a 4-1. And that just fits our personnel, I think, best. And most everybody out here runs a 3-2. But 4-1, it just fits our personnel, I think, to a T. And we're, there's not a whole – I mean, there's not a whole lot of complexity to our, to our defense. It's, it's pretty simple. Just, you know, do your job and every time, and we, we'll take care of it. And we just got a lot older. We've, we've got some, some kids that, that have, finally have whiskers on their face and – most of our kids can now drive to practice, which is which is a good thing because it lets you know you're getting some older boys. And uh, it's just if everybody will do their job every play and trust each other and do exactly what they're going to do, our defense should should be a whole lot better this year, especially with the strength. I mean, we've got a we've got a kid that we didn't come out last year. He's six eight and three hundred, and has excellent excellent feet and hands. And then I've got a six six kid that's about 260 and and so we've got some size and we got another kid out that, that had a car wreck last year and couldn't play last year and he's a junior and I mean he's kind of set the tone already that the kids are like man I really don't want to go against Kane he he, he hits hard and, and he's violent and that's what it takes in football you, you've got to be the most violent yeah because if you're not you're gonna get your butt whipped man I'm excited to watch some Bulls football this year obviously you guys play eight-man ball which from, from what I've watched highlights and, and that sort of thing, looks pretty exciting, um, pretty, pretty aggressive style of game. So a bit of a final question for you guys. What do, obviously, you went 3-6 and six last season in 2019. This will be your second year. Got a, got a co-host there, a co-guest in the background. So we've got yeah. a... Um, <laughs> um, so looking at 2020... What does success look like for the Balco Forgan Bulls on the field and off it? Because from what I've researched, I know you guys pride yourself on creating not just, you know, great stuff on the field, but but off the field as well. What does success look like in 2020 for you guys? I think our success in our the tone that we're setting for the season started June 1st when we were finally able to get back in the weight room and start our, our summer training and um, the attendance that we had this summer in the weight room was the best that um, I've ever had since I was here. Uh, we had tons and tons of numbers and, and uh, just their dedication. And, and not only were they just showing up, they were showing up and they're putting the work in and, and you could see the results. And that's all it takes is those kids seeing those results and they think, Oh, that's pretty awesome. I got, I got some, I got some muscles now. Those biceps getting a little bigger and, and it makes them hungrier and they just keep on working. And so, uh, I think that our that, that we set the tone this summer, and the boys have seen the results. 
and it's making them even hungrier. And, and that's going to carry over as, as we've gone through two days. They've worked their butts off um, as we get into the season. Um, we talked to them, and, and we expect nothing else than to compete to go to the playoffs. And um, we've put in the work, and, and we know that we can do it. Now we just got to go out on the field and, and make it happen. And uh, I, I mean, I'm confident. I'm proud of our boys. They put in all the effort, everything we've asked now. We just got to go out there and execute, do our jobs, and and I think there's you know the sky's the limit for us. Yeah, let's kind of just kind of talk about the same thing with, with my boys this summer at Forian. And my goodness, when when we had this pandemic, it just you know it was just a shock and just shut everything down. And you know we're kind of living real rural part, kind of like you're probably used to too. Not not a whole bunch of people around, but but even you know, we even got out here, and we didn't have that many in the community that, that got hit with it. But, uh, you know, the kids were off for so long, and then finally when June 1st, I mean, they were just itching to go in the weight room. We couldn't let them in the weight room. They couldn't go to the gym. And that's kind of where our kids – their go-to spot. And that got kind of taken away from them. And I'm telling you, some of them got out of shape. But, you know, in the end, I mean, who's had that long of a break and just downtime – you know, and kind of refocus you to make you think, and this, you know, my, my career could, my sports career could be taken away just like that. So, I mean, they, they've been focused. They've been ready to rock and roll. You know, sometimes you get burnt out in the summer because you have to go so long starting June 1st. I just, we really didn't have that. And and they, they've, they've been ready to, ready to go. And then tragically, right before, oh, gosh, Jake, I can't remember the day. Was it? June, I can't even remember, July 20th, is that right? It's been about a little over a month ago. A little over a month ago, we lost a senior here, and he had gone to Balco his his uh, what first grade through through yeah, 11th. Old, yeah. yeah, and his mom, his mom had passed from cancer last year, and he had to move away with his brother, and then he, he told us, Man, I'm coming back. I, I, I'm going to come back. I'm going to do everything I can to come back and finish my, my career here, play football for you guys. And and he was actually going to come to Forgan this year, and he moved in with the family here at Forgan. And uh, he was he was shot and killed. And it's it's one of those times that, you know, you, you I wanted to be a coach my whole life. And – Man, that's one of those days that I don't want to be a coach. You know, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. But I had to. And it, it really affected, especially the kid he was living with here in Forgan. You know, because he'd been to workouts. I mean, he was, he was at workouts that, that morning before when he left, and we were supposed to go actually out to Balco and, and, and run routes and just kind of get the boys together because we'd, you know, been apart for so long. And he didn't show up. And then that 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 night he was he was shot, and you know it's, it's affected the boys. It's also helped them realize that you know they're not quite as invincible as they think. You know, with the pandemic and then and then with this tragedy, it's just you know really hit home with them. So I mean that 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 gives us some focus. It definitely gives me and Jake something to talk about whenever we lose focus because we can talk about Logan and you know. He was he was he was fired up, ready to go this year, his senior year. This was his last chance, and and so we're we're kind of dedicating this season to his memory and, and doing everything we can to honor him. So, 
was, was a tough time. Really tough. Still is tough when you think about it. Well, I mean, I can't imagine how good it is for uh, for those boys that you guys coach to have uh, two men of the caliber that you guys clearly are. Um, yeah, in their lives and, and taking care of that team. Uh, that comes through. Um, yeah, it just comes straight through uh, the computer. Guys, It's um, you're doing a great job over there. And I'm going to be rooting hard for the Balco Forgan Bulls this season. I'd encourage all the JBFE listeners and viewers to get on board and, and watch and support this team because it sounds like it could be a pretty special season over there for you guys um, with all that you've come through. Yeah, we, we're we looking forward to it. And, of course, we moved up in, in competition to Class B, and, you know, we start our district playoff with, you know, state champions of the last, you know, Shattuck's won it the last three years in a row, you know, and they're defending state champions. And then and Laverne's been right there, been a powerhouse too. So, I mean, it's like, hey, welcome to B1 immediately. And we'll, we'll quickly find out where we're at. I mean, it'll be hitting the face immediately. And how, how are we going to react? Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy and there's a field to paint and all sorts of things to get ready for that scrimmage. I hope that goes well. And wish you the very best of luck for the for the 2020 season. And uh Hopefully, talking to you guys soon again and celebrating a, a successful second year for the Belco Forgan Bulls. Yeah, All absolutely. right. I was back anytime. Hey, we appreciate you having us. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. I really, really appreciate it. for joining us on the Jake Botel Football Experience. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Jake Botel Football Experience and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts. Also, we invite you to support the JBFE on Patreon and you'll receive additional exclusive bonus content. Thank you again for joining us at the JBFE.